Hey, it's Chica, and I'm so happy that you chose to spend some time with me today. No matter where you are or where you're going, thanks for letting me share a little bit of weirdness with you. I'm Who's Hungry? Chica in the Morning on K94.5. You know, during the time that we're all obsessed with pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice this, pumpkin spice that, Dairy Queen is like, okay, cool, um... Yes, we will have some pumpkin spice goodness, but we are going to give you some new Blizzard flavors for fall that you're going to like, and it's going to be a little different. Um, They said they got the Cinnamon Roll Center's Blizzard. Oh, my God, the best part of a cinnamon roll. Reese's Take 5 Blizzard. Oh, yeah, the Take 5. Okay, okay, that makes sense. The Take 5, that's the Reese's. Okay. And uh, you also got the Snickers Brownie Blizzard. That is what they're bringing to the menu starting now. So there's what? There's one on East Texas, right? The Chillin' Grill or whatever they call it. This center of the, sorry, what is it called? The Cinnamon Roll Center's Blizzard. That's a way to catch my attention because that is what I always go for whenever there are cinnamon rolls. Oh, yes, load. 94.5 94.5 Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel. Good morning. I'm Chica. And around this time, we always give you a feel-good story. This one's a little funky. This man in the UK organized a replay of a school soccer match after 50 years because he felt guilty about cheating to help his team win. He spent 18 months, 18 months getting everybody back together. And in the replay, his team lost, unfortunately. But the guy said that he could finally put, quote, his demons to bed, unquote. Imagine having that much integrity. Imagine having that much conviction. You're like, hey, no, no, no. Fair's fair, man. That was not fair. I'm going to have to round everybody up. 50 years later, that is some dedication. And I'm sure everybody loved getting back together. I'm sure the rematch was a whole lot of fun. Four five Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel. Hello, my name is Chica, and I love to travel. In fact, family, uh, most of my family is in the Seattle area. Most of my family is in California. So, you know, gotta gotta travel quite a bit. And I feel like that's one thing that I know a lot of us are transplants. A lot of us that have moved here, always trying to go home expensive it is maybe you're trying to get up and get away and do something a little different for the holidays this year well before you do book your ticket know this if you're traveling for thanksgiving the best time to book your flight is typically 36 to 74 days before you gotta fly out yeah you should probably book it today um okay christmas fairs those can actually take a little dip. Anywhere between 20 to 88 days before departure, that's where you will see a little dip in pricing. Listen, if I can save, especially if you have kids or you and your spouse are traveling or whatever it may be, saving like, it may seem small, but let's say $80 a ticket, or in some cases, you know, $100, $200 a ticket, that stuff adds up. So if you're trying to fly out, make sure you book on the early side of any major holiday, um, especially if you know your destination. You know you're going to be there. You know the dates of travel. And also be willing to be flexible. I was 
trying to book a flight uh, to to go home later this month. And by being flexible just a little bit on my dates, I saved 116 bucks. 116 bucks per ticket. So, if you plan to go home, if you're stationed here and you're like, I really want to go home for the holidays, first off, I encourage you to go spend time with your loved ones. I get it. It sucks being so far away from family. Make sure that you're following these guidelines, okay? 36 to 74 days when it comes to Thanksgiving. You could see a dip in pricing, though, with Christmas lights anywhere from 20 to 88 days out. So, happy booking, happy traveling. K94.5, Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel. Good morning. My name's Chica, and have you ever wondered why we're low-key obsessed with pumpkin spice, even though... Even though I'm not the first one out there that's like, oh my gosh, I gotta get in line. Personally, I was waiting for PJ's pumpkin spice line to come out. You know, I'm a sucker for PJ's on airline. So I, I have yet to go get my pumpkin spice kick, but I've been excited about it. Like, and I don't know why, I'm just excited about it. Dude, this psychologist explained the science behind our collective just obsession with pumpkin spice. So, all of the marketing over the past two decades has basically linked the concepts of fall and pumpkin spice within the temporal lobes of our brain. So, now we got this huge nostalgic effect going on every time we hear pumpkin spice, every time we see pumpkin spice, every time we taste it, we get that instant like, ah, you know, this is nice. This is real nice. Little do you know, it's just you being nostalgic. How freaking insane is that? I, listen, I, I love, I have a girlfriend that doesn't get excited about much. I, I love her to pieces. Um, I actually became good buddies with her husband and then met her later on down the road. And he told me, he said, listen, Ashley has one obsession and it's weird. <laughs> said if pumpkin spice is anywhere on the menu she has to order it she has to try it doesn't matter if she doesn't want a loaf of bread doesn't matter if she already had lunch if it's a pumpkin spice loaf she has to have it she has to try it and now i'm understanding why of course this is shout out to all those supportive spouses supported significant others right that are out there going all right you do your thing little did we know little did i know that you and I get this weird, nostalgic, feel-good feeling out of it. So let us keep enjoying it. If it's tricking our brains into being happy, I mean, why not? What's going on in K945? Here are three things you need to know before you go. One. City officials announced late yesterday that significant progress was made on repairs to three of the city's water tanks. Minor damage was discovered earlier this week during a maintenance investigation. The Department of Water and Sewerage conducted along with Louisiana Department of Health. Department of Water and Sewage Director William Daniel spoke to our sister station, Kill News, yesterday, and they said they were already planning on rehab work for the tanks when the damage was discovered. City crews were dispatched yesterday morning to begin repairs on the St. Vincent Water Tower at the corner of St. Vincent Avenue and Oakdale Street. Repairs on that tower were completed last night. So a lot of folks are saying, hey, 
this 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 uh, boil, it, it could be lifted as early as today. So don't, don't be crossing your fingers, though. Don't hold your breath either. Two. So our girl Taylor Swift seems to be a fan of Lay McNasty, too. So we already know Lay McNasty, one of our favorite Shreveporters because... I mean, a Shreveport TikTok star, we love that. The guy's hilarious. Well, Taylor just announced her new album at the MTV Video Music Awards on Sunday night. In her acceptance speech for the video of the year, um, by the way, it comes out October 21st, um, she said, hey, I got a brand new album coming out. And then she shared some things on TikTok. One video caught us all by surprise. Taylor Swift had the help of Lay McNasty to promote her album covers. She used one of his popular sounds. And of course, Shreveport Bozier is freaking out because we're like, oh my God, she knows about our friend Lay McNasty. She knows all about Lay. You can check out the video that made us all happy inside your free K94.5 app. Three. Leaders of the recall effort for... Mayor LaToya the Destroy, I'm sorry, New Orleans Mayor LaToya Cantrell said that her racism claims are lies. Okay, so there's an effort to recall the New Orleans mayor and the mayor issued her first statement regarding the effort. I got to read you this because it's kind of funny. Quote, the recall effort to undermine and discredit the first black woman mayor of New Orleans is quickly being exposed as a Republican-backed maneuver by people with an agenda. It fits into a long history of taking away our, vo- our vote and our voice. That's why we have reason to believe a conservative D.C. firm has signed on to lead the effort. That's why many GOP organizations in the city is encouraging people to sign the petition. That's why Fox News is leading the propaganda charge. No, ma'am. Absolutely not. You got a lot of irritated people. You got a lot of people that love New Orleans, that love to travel, that have watched you slowly destroy the city they love. We've watched you show up to trials, defending thugs, defending people. And you go, and I run this organization, um, and we're, we're fixing people's lives. And it's like, dude, fix your city. That's why you're being recalled, lady. Don't turn this into a whole racist thing. Let's not do that. Let's instead be like, all right, you know what? I realize I'm the problem. Maybe I should step out of the situation. Uh, this is getting out of hand. You could read everything going on with the recall. Let's hope it goes through. Um, inside your free K94.5 app. Now you know. Find out more in the free K945 app. Wanna say hi? K945, Shreveport Bozier's number one hit music channel. Good morning. My name's Chica, and I gotta start off by telling you that I do not have kids. I am the proud aunt of several babies. Uh, I love being Tia Chica. I I love that because I get to fuel them up with sugar and send them home with you. I recently had a buddy just not have a meltdown, but she said, I just feel like I'm failing as a parent. I I can't catch my feet out from under me. There have to be some easier ways for me to just do mornings with the kids and, and afternoons. And she said, ever since school started, I feel like I just can't, I can't catch up. So that made me go, okay, hold on, hold on. Um, why don't we go ahead and ask K945 to fill us in? What... What do you do that makes your life easier? What is your parenting hack? Melissa Bradshaw said, everything is laid out the night before. We are not, not, not morning people. 
After school, she gets out of school clothes and puts them in dirty clothes. Mama isn't her maid. Mm-hmm. She gets one hour for snack and or screen time. Then it's time for homework. Dinner, family time, then bath. Bedtime's at 8.30. No questions asked. Kids need structure. Bored kids equals kids that get in trouble. This world is crazy and my kids won't be a statistic. Girl, I could preach all day. Come on, Melissa. I love it. I love it. Uh, Chandra Fagundes said, sit in the corner and cry. <laughs> she said, but seriously, I have a routine for them after school, but they get to pick the order they do the routine in. Gives them some autonomy, and they're more likely to do it without complaining because I'm not telling them what to do. They're choosing. Now, Baylin Sawyer, Sawyer, she's crazy. This is this is why I love her, Okay. She said, have outfits organized and ready to go in their Monday through Friday cubbies down to the socks and shoes. I said, excuse me, ma'am, what? You got to understand, another lady named Elizabeth chimed in and said, yes, 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 girl, this is what I do. So wait, I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to know what you mean about like everything laid out, everything perfect. So Baylin said, girl, I got too many kids to be playing games when they act like they don't know what to do in the mornings. I get out their morning checklist. I printed it from Google. They have to mark everything completed with stickers of their choosing, which she says makes it fun for them, before we leave. Also, I make lunches the night before so that it really helps our morning routine. And of course, a lot of parents were like, wait, Baylin, we like this idea. So she actually shared like the actual Google, I guess the thing she printed from Google that helps her out tremendously. And I'm sitting here going, kids have chores before school? Excuse me, what? 320-9436, or you can message in on the K94.5 app. I want to hear from you, parental units. What are some hacks that save you a lot of time? What are some hacks that make your life easier? It's parenting helping. uh, It's good parenting helping parents that are like, I want to be a part of this good parenting trend. I just, listen. You not having it together does not make you a bad parent. Let me just stress that now. I don't know how you do it. But I know you want a little bit of help in that department. So let's help each other out. K94.5, Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel. Good morning. My name's Chica. And trying to help out some buddies that claim, and these were her words, I feel like I'm failing as a parent. And I said, dude, break it down for me. What's going on? She said, I just, I'm overwhelmed. I'm exhausted. Ever since school started, I feel like I just I, I just can't get it together. That broke my heart because how you gonna how's my friend that literally I, I look at her and I go, seriously, you are one of the most beautiful humans inside and out. How are you gonna tell me you're failing as a parent? So I decided, besides telling her, hey, I brought you some wine, there are some things I can I, I can help her with, and that's basically bring in an expert like yourself. Um I asked on my Facebook page, hey, what are some parenting hacks that that have helped you survive, that have helped you make it through your day, that have helped you get through those school mornings? Taylor Barnes for the win on this one. She said, wrinkle guard dryer sheets. Ain't nobody got time to iron. Of course, uh, Elizabeth says Taylor Barnes, that or steamer if it's been smushed at the back of the drawer too long. And of course, these moms are like, you're my kind of people. Of course, you got people like uh, Tommy Girl Johnson said, just skip them straight to middle school. Um, and she said, my, my youngest just started middle school this year, and it's 100 times easier. It's like somebody flipped a switch on her. Well, for those that can't do it, what are some things that you swear by? 
Crystal Prudhomme said, make them be self-dependent. Start at an early age. The faster they learn responsibility, the better. I'm old school. My kids were doing their own laundry, homework, and chores before the fifth grade. This is especially helpful when the kids outnumber the adults. Jessica Shaw in with the Lunchables. That's the kind of parenting skill that I'd probably have. Um, she said, uh, I love this one. Emily Bull said, I make iced coffee at home all day. I count the ice as my daily water. But here's one that I feel we all need to talk about. There is an app that thanks, thank you, thankful for this beautiful human that shared this with us. She said, this, this app, it, it's called Bark App. It limited her daughter's screen time on all devices. It lets her know her location, sends her alerts to inappropriate or bullying texts or chats that she may get. Also alerts me if she's on Xbox or YouTube and gets approached inappropriately. So another parent said, dude, I actually heard about this app and it it helped save my kid's life. And they went off to discuss some stuff, I guess. But she said, listen, if you want to make sure that you know what your kids are up to and if you're going to give your kids access to social media at an early age you want to make sure they're not being bullied she said that she even caught a few people trying to scam her daughter already so she said bark has really been uh, a huge blessing in their life the bark app if you got kiddos in elementary school that heck even in junior high um, that really want social media, that want uh, to have their own cell phones. The Bark app, I think this is probably one of the coolest discoveries that I've made so far. And of course, you may be listening going, come on, Chica, get with the program. We all know about the Bark app. I think there's maybe some parents out there that don't know about it. No electronics after 7 p.m. Um, and then somebody said, let my husband deal with it. Ouch. That That is why I probably don't have kids because I'd be like, honey, you got this, right? You, you got this? now okay my bad anyway parenting hacks we're gonna basically list them all out for you including all the info on that app that i just found out about um it's all gonna be inside your free k94.5 app you can take k94.5 k94. shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel good morning my name's chica and the cdc is saying you and i need to hit the gym i'm kind of bummed about this okay oh more than 75% of Americans aren't getting enough exercise. This is the CDC standards. What are the CDC standards? It's 150 minutes of moderate intensity aerobic activity per week. They said those who do it are most likely to experience health benefits, right? So they start to talk about how many of us are falling short. All of us, basically. They said only 25% of Americans are working out as much as they should. But check this out. This is what's crazy. 46% of the population in America is not meeting any of the CDC expectations for how healthy you should be. AK, 46% of people aren't getting any exercise whatsoever. Now, remember, if you're chasing after kids, that counts as exercise. You got kiddos, you're probably exhausted. That counts as exercise. They've even gone as far as to say is if, if you're breastfeeding, that could count as some form of exercise because you're burning calories. However, they said 46% of Americans aren't getting up and getting active. And they said that when you and I decide to go to the gym, oh, this isn't true. At least not for me. I'm curious if it's true for you. 
when you and I decide to go to the gym actively and, and we're, you know, we got a routine that you and I are going to eat cleaner and healthier. I'd like to declare that is false. If I've bumped into you out and about around town, you already know you probably bumped into me at a restaurant. And um, yeah, CDC just says, listen, we're not trying to tell you how to live your life. Lies! But they are saying you got to go to the gym more. So I guess I'll meet you at Adrenaline tonight. We'll knock out, what, 45 minutes of, what do they call it? Intense aerobic I, I don't know. Point is, let's just go to the gym. We'll check in, and then maybe the CDC will get off our backs. Is is just checking in good enough? Hey. 94.5 Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel. Good morning. It's Chica. And you've probably heard a lot of do's and don'ts about first dates, right? Like, do make sure they're not a serial killer. Or don't order spaghetti and meatballs. We've all heard those, right? A woman on TikTok is sharing her 16-point list of rules. It's mostly geared towards women, but honestly, I think it could work for anybody. (laughs) And I'm looking at this going, what in the actual heck? I feel like I wrote this because it's just the stupidest stuff you could possibly put together. Would I follow this myself? I don't know. She said, pick a Thursday. It's the perfect closeness to the weekend so you can make plans for a second date before Monday. And then you know how you feel. She said, drink point, 1.5 glasses of something to pregame. If you drink, maybe it's red wine. If not, have one and a half glasses of Diet Coke. Get yourself pumped up. Eh. I don't, I don't think you got to pregame before a date. I don't believe in that. Nah, let's pregame together, baby. She said, don't become a pen pal before the date. You want to get to know them in person, not over text. This is a discussion I was having with um, some guys here at the office. They thought it was weird that a guy called me and we were getting to know each other over the phone and texting. They said, dude, hang out in person. Figure out if you like them or not. I'm like, I'm trying to figure it out over the phone. Apparently, that's a don't. Beverages are important. If you drink, cool. Order something at the bar. If not, go out for coffee. Holding a drink and sipping on it makes you more comfortable. I guess. Um, Don't add the person as a contact in your phone until the third date. I don't know what the rule is on that. I don't know why. Okay, I don't know. Are you, are you, are you jinxing it? If someone pays for the date, thank them in person. But afterward, don't text them first unless they ask you to text you. When you make it home, make tentative plans with your friends for after so that you have somewhere to go if you don't want to stick around. Huh. I've heard that. I've heard of that trick. Tell one comedic trauma story. Actually, no, don't do that. Never scores me. (laughs) Never scores me a second date. But seriously, though, I'm looking at this. And I'm thinking, what is your tried and true hack for surviving a first date? Is it, yes, pregame? Is it, hey, never become a pen pal? That way you meet them in person and you figure it out. I, I want to know. Let me know now inside your free K94.5 app, or you could always call in 320-9436. What are your rules? K94.5, Shreveport, Bozier's number one hit music channel. Good morning. It's Chica. And when it comes to relationships, I'm going to hear everybody out. I love my therapist, and sometimes she tells me things that I'm like, you don't have to be so rude. And she goes, no, I just stated a fact. So I I feel like relationships, conventional wisdom may not always be the wisest. Is Is that fair? 
There are certain relationship rules or sayings that we've heard time and time again that we just take them as face value because we've heard them so many times. It must be true. But now relationship therapists and, and couples therapists are coming out to say, yo, 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 these things that you've heard for so long, like quit, quit thinking that they're legit. Don't go to bed angry. Ooh, I heard that one growing up a lot. While many couples do swear by it, this rule simply doesn't work for everybody. In fact, forcing yourself to stay up and keep hashing things out, even though you're worked up and it feels like your head is spinning, can make an issue more difficult to resolve. It's okay if you or somebody needs space to cool off after an argument with your partner. And they said, sometimes that means going to bed angry. Okay, I hear that. Um, Rule number two. You need to have, you need to fold the laundry mm-hmm. a certain time, uh, like, you know, we're going to fold the laundry twice a week. Um, folding the laundry should be a way to connect with your partner, not something you feel pressure to do. And they said, you know, if, if you're like, oh, we got a quota, they said your relationship's going to be doomed. And they said, you got to remember that. Your urge, your drive to fold laundry is going to fluctuate dramatically. Um, And they said that when you basically are like, hey, these are times we're going to fold laundry. These are the days. They said that it doesn't allow you to have open dialogue around folding the laundry and what folding the laundry means for you as a couple. Interesting. Okay, this one is one that I know you've probably called me out on. We probably called each other out on this one. Don't date somebody with baggage. Well, newsflash. Obviously, everybody has some emotional baggage. Um, but they basically said if you're if you're looking at somebody and you go, hey, they got too much pain or trauma in their past. And how they dealt with those hardships is, is not the way I would. So I really don't want to go with it. Um, they said, hey, listen, couples counseling is a great benefit here. So if you did date somebody with baggage... And maybe they got some of their own trauma. Couples counseling is super, super important for both of you to learn how to work through it together. When I say baggage, I just... Somebody with kids for me. Yeah. But then somebody said, whoa, whoa, whoa. If he's your age and he hasn't been married or engaged before and doesn't have kids, does he have problems? And I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, love this one. Household responsibilities need to be split 50-50. So domestic labor, what's fair is not necessarily equal and what's equal is not necessarily fair. This is coming from Ed Rodsky, uh, the author of Fair Play. Um, they said it's it's not whether both partner takes on the same number of tasks that determines their marital satisfaction. It's whether each person fully owns the items they agree to tackle. This author said owning includes not just doing, but also the emotional labor that each task requires, the forethought, the planning, the remembering when, the how, how to get the job done without excessive oversight or input from another partner. We've talked about that, right? Where sometimes you feel like your partner isn't pulling their their weight when it comes to household chores and you start to resent them. Mm. Hey, we got a lot more of the relationship rules you can totally ignore. The things that you and I have heard for so long, we just took it as face value. I'll share those with you next. Keep up with the latest 
1045 Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel. Good morning. My name's Chica. Talking about the nine relationship rules that you could totally ignore. This is all according to couples therapists. They said, we've heard all these things and we've just taken it as face value because we've heard it so many times. They said, these are the rules you can ignore. Rule number one, don't go to bed angry. Rule number two, you need to have, you need to fold the laundry X amount times per week. Rule number three, don't date somebody with baggage. Rule number four, household responsibilities need to be split 50-50. Which brings us to rule number five. We've gone over the first four. The relationship is over if someone cheats. Woo! Right? We've all heard, like, if, if somebody cheats, it's impossible to repair a relationship after infidelity. Others split up because they're worried about judgment from friends and family. I know that if I got cheated on, that'd probably be my number one thing. Like, talk so much smack. Definitely don't want... I mean, there's so much embarrassment with that, right? Um, A lot of therapists said, hey, listen, in many cases, when both partners are committed to working through it together, couples can heal and become even stronger after an infidelity. Don't be cheating on me, though, to become stronger. Let me just throw that out there. Rule number six, if you love somebody, you always put their needs first. Um, Apparently, too many relationships fall apart because one partner neglects their own needs, so they prioritize their partners instead. You end up resenting them. Oof. Mm -mm. Rule number seven, pick your battles. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I live by this, though. I'm always like, "Mm, that's not a hill for me to die on. Um, So a lot of this therapist's clients said that They worry voicing their needs will make them seem confrontational, aggressive, or nagging. They'd rather ignore what's bothering them than risk rocking the boat. And this therapist said, quote, My recommendation is to begin by changing the language you use to describe difficult or tense discussions. Framing these conversations as battles can result in showing up with a defensive or critical demeanor. Similar to two boxers going head-head, don't forget that you and your partner are on the same team. Interesting. Okay. Rule number eight, you have to be into the same things. Uh Uh-uh. I get it. You got a shared passion for the same football team, maybe. Um, Maybe you both love riding bicycles. Uh, Maybe you both love hot yoga. Point is, having different interests doesn't mean the relationship is destined to fail. Uh, These differences can be beneficial. They might give you a window into another perspective or way of life. Plus, maintaining your own interests and hobbies adds some healthy independence to the relationship. I agree with that. The last rule, rule number nine, if your partner really loves you, they should be able to anticipate your needs. No, I'm learning this. I'm learning this too. I don't know if you have. Some people expect their partner to know them so well that they should be able to predict what they want or need in a given situation. When their partner falls short, they take it as a sign of incompatibility or disconnection. Whether or not they can magically read your mind is not a reflection of how much they love you. This is what the therapist said. And I, I had this conversation recently. with I'm not in a relationship with him. Um, my, my neighbor and I just have all these real life conversations. And he said, you know, he said, <laughs> life gets so much easier when you tell somebody what you want and what you expect out of them. And that's so true. How many relationships have I just let fall the wayside? Because I'm like, you know what? He didn't know what I was feeling and he should have known. No, Chica. Gosh, you sound like an idiot. Of course, if I would have known this, 
you know, five years ago, right? I, I wish I would have. But anyways, the nine relationship rules you could totally ignore, according to therapists, up inside your free K94.5 app. Listen. For five, Shreveport Bozier's number one hit music channel. Good morning. I'm Chica. Don't forget the Chica in the Morning podcast. Super easy for you to catch up on anything you may have missed out on. It's, it's just an easy way for you to hang out on the regular. But want you to know we got our Labor Day throwback weekend going on. Throwback hits all holiday weekend long. It kicks off today through Labor Day. It's brought to you by Lee Michaels Fine Jewelry, your engagement ring headquarters. But listen on the app, in the car, online. You can request your throwback favorites inside the K94.5 mobile app. It's that easy. But now I got to get out of the way. 94-minute music marathon coming at you. Because let's be real, we got to power through the workday. Right? We got to make it through today. Because there is a three-day weekend at the end of the tunnel. So hang tight. Don't go anywhere. 94-minute music marathon coming at you. Hey, 94.5.